What's up, everybody? What's going Pocket on, Aces Frank? Podcast is back. We're going to do a little recapping of some of these games. What a wild weekend. And wild another weekend. wild weekend. Absolutely. little Absolutely. recap. I want to start with a game that just drove me crazy. The 49ers 10, the Broncos 11. Absolutely. Where does this where does this happen? I mean, what I'm are these you. two teams doing? I'm with you. I'll be honest with you. We always, we talked earlier about panicking, right? Don't panic. Don't panic. Get early in the season. The, the stud teams will become studs. The stud play. I'm starting to panic on Denver. Something's wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong. You didn't bring Russell Wilson here. You didn't give him a $250 million contract for 184 yards passing, no touchdowns, and 17 yards rushing. This offense looks incompetent. Um, they just... They just look like, whether it's poor leadership, whatever it is, something is wrong. And I'm starting to panic for Denver because this should have been a game that they should have won. And I, I know you you and I had talked a little before the show, and you've got some things on Garoppolo. Yeah. But but before you touch on Garoppolo, I mean, something's wrong with this offense. We, we talked about it before, you know, the coaching. Some of the foolish decisions that, that have been made, you know, in the weeks leading up to week three, but... I'm worried about Denver. I, yeah. I, I truly am. Uh, the Raiders, another team, you expected so much out of them. They're 0-3. Yeah. You know, in a division that we thought was going to come down to the wire with all four teams. We thought the Raiders would be the odd man out. But we thought they would be the odd man out based on just the talent of the other three teams. The Chiefs losing to the Colts. This, the, char- the Chargers losing <laughs> to the Jacks. This we'll get crazy. To that one. We'll get it's to crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, what, for what's me, your thoughts on the Niners? For me, the Niners... It's Garoppolo. Everyone was praising. He got all this extra money for winning week two when he came in. This is why Trey Lance was there in the first place. And we said, what? Trey Lance should have never been there. It's looking like he should have been. And that's the problem with Garoppolo. When you step on the line and give the other team a safety, that means you have no presence as to where you are at on the field. Right. You got to know you're in the end zone. And you start need to start moving left to right instead of right. front to back. He has to know where he's at. And honestly, same thing. His indecisiveness on passes, some of the placement of his passes, and just his decisions overall. Uh, you know, he fumbles. You know, he gets hit from behind. He has no idea someone's mm-hmm. coming from his blind side. He's not going to get it done when it matters. Even if they can gather up 10 wins here, make the playoffs, he's not going to get them to the promised land. And that's why you're going to see Trey Lance again next year. If he's back and healthy. Yeah, it's funny because when Lance got hurt and Garoppolo came in, I thought maybe this is the end of the Trey Lance experiment, right? Maybe Garoppolo coming in, playing well. Maybe they realize, hey, we're a team that, that had a window. Windows closed fast to win. We got to go with Jimmy. But to your point, this week he was staring down Debo Samuel. The only time he seemed to be right on point was when receivers were wide open. He threw no touchdowns in this game whatsoever. Uh, he did have 211 yards passing, but like you said, he had a fumble and he and he just had a, a, a silly play in the back of the end zone. And again, to your point, if you're a team like San Francisco, I've said this before, we've talked about it in the podcast, this team was one field goal away from being in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Think about that. I'm sorry. Like this, if you're Kyle Shanahan, if you're John Lynch, you got to answer some questions. Yeah. You're not playing like a team that was one game from the Super Bowl right. last year right now. And to your point, um, I think Garoppolo has proven why a lot of teams maybe didn't want to trade for him. And that's because he's a middle-of-the-road guy, yeah. just like Baker, just like we talked about with Baker. He's a middle-of-the-road guy. And 
I don't know that it's going to improve. Yeah, and I, as for Denver, for me, it's it's Russell Wilson. He looks flat. He can't run. There's no threat of him running. Uh, his passes, same thing, are just not as crisp to me as they were back when he was in Seattle, you know, hitting Lockett and Metcalf, and he just doesn't have the same uh, same energy to me. It's just about energy. Yeah. But let's move on. Let's go. Speaking uh, of energy, yeah, can I just throw something out there yeah. real quick? My boys, you two go? and one. I tell you, with I, Cooper I wanna, Rush. Oh, my gosh. So you, you mentioned Cooper Rush. This is a backup quarterback, yep. and I'm going to be the first one to tell you I was really down when Dak got hurt. When Dak got hurt, I said, this is bad, yeah. right? This is bad. What Cooper Rush did last night for a backup quarterback, you can't ask for anything more. 21 of 31, 215 yards and a touchdown. Wow. Yep. For a backup quarterback, I'll take those numbers all day On the long. road. On the road. Yeah. On the road, divisional game, tough matchup. And how about Tony Pollard? My man Tony Pollard, 105 rushing yards. Again, an explosive player who just makes plays. And and I, what I'm really liking about the Cowboys, and in the past two weeks I've seen it, and I think it's part of the reason why they've won the past two weeks, is they are letting Pollard be more involved. He's your best option in the backfield right now. And as long as they keep giving him opportunities 13 times, great. I would have loved to have seen 17, but 13, that's what we need to see from him going forward. I think if if Zeke will put the rest of his shirt on, he'll get just as many carries. You won't have anything to worry about. Zeke, just put the shirt, just finish. Right, right. Finish Don't do the half shirts. It's need, a bad look. You need an extra 20 bucks, man. Hit us up. <laughs> we'll get you the rest of your shirt. No, I'm with you, man. Pollard's the go-to guy. Yeah. Zeke shouldn't even be in the game. Uh, Zeke should be the guy coming in occasionally. It should be Pollard's team at this point, but Zeke's the one getting paid. But no, I, I'm more impressed by Cowboys defense. They do not allow a lot of touchdowns. No, they don't. You can get some. You can move the ball, and you can get in field goal range. But man, just like Tampa, what did they have? Five field goals week one. Mm-hmm. Couldn't they couldn't move the ball? And that was with the, everybody's there. Evans yep. was there. None of these people that are missing now. Mm-hmm. That's what my impressive thing with the Cowboys is mm-hmm. moving forward. You guys should be excited about your defense is on point. And there's one other thing we should be excited about, and that's who we play this week. Yes, you should. Because my friend. I think they might be the worst team in the National Football League. I, and I, you and I talked about this last mm-hmm. time. But I really, you've had back-to-back weeks now where at the end of the first half you're being shut out. Everybody in Washington wants to focus on the defense. They want to blame the defense. That's fine. When you're punting the ball six, seven times in the first half, you're not giving your defense a lot of breathing room, a lot of time to you know catch their breath and go over game plans. I think the real problem here in Washington is the offense. Did you see at one point there was a stat that popped up on on the TV? Passing yards, Philadelphia 323, Washington minus one. I mean... At one point in the game, I'm not sure what quarter this was in. That's crazy. It's it's super crazy. And, you know, you and I, we've made some predictions along the way. And if people watched our show that we put out Sunday about the Dolphins beating the Bills... You know, we're not we're we not trying to toot it. our own horns it. here, but we're calling it. We we made this prediction that that was going to happen. Another prediction we made was that the Carson Wentz experiment was going to fail. The thing that Washington does that drives me crazy, and 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 I don't want to go off on a tangent, but but I got to say it is they bring players in, and they expect that that player is somehow going to be something they've never been because they're playing for Washington. I'll go back to when they brought in Alex Smith, and I said this on a podcast months ago, but it's it's relevant. Alex Smith is a guy who dink and dunks. He doesn't go downfield. He's never made a history of going downfield. 
Washington brings him in that first year. I'm listening to the local radio station, and all I hear is, man, Alex has got to start pushing the ball down the field. And I'm going, this is why you shouldn't be on the radio. He's never done that. No, he hasn't. Why would you think that at 34 years old, or however old he was, that all of a sudden he's going to come to Washington and he's going to change? I I think if Washington fans would stop with the stupid, are y'all still them boys memes, and actually focus on what the problems of their team is, they might realize Wentz has been dumped the past two years. He was dumped by the Eagles two years ago, and then he was picked up by the Colts. And they said, well, that'll work because his ex-offensive coordinator was there the year that he sat on the bench and watched Nick Foles take him to a Super Bowl. And that's Frank Reich. It'll definitely work there. Carson had his best years under Frank Reich. After one year, Frank Reich said, I've seen enough. Bye-bye. And Washington, instead of doing their homework and saying, let's go get the right guy or let's stick with Heineke another year and try to build around him, whatever. They go, they take on this huge contract for a guy that's been an absolute failure. Congratulations, Washington fans. This is what you wanted. This is what you got. It's ugly. It's It's bad. It's bad. And I'll tell you, I mean, I, I think there's real concern. Ron Rivera has had three winning seasons as a head coach. I believe he's been a head coach 11 years. He's had three winning seasons. And he hasn't had a winning season in Washington. So he got three winning seasons off the back of Cam Newton. I'm sorry. I think Ron's been a failure. I think, well, you know how I feel about the rest of the team, you know, as far as ownership and everything. But the point being is, I'm going to put them now at the bottom of the league. I think they're the ranked 32. Um, They... To me, I don't see a game on their schedule I can look at and go, I have confidence they're going to win I'm right. Game. Th- I'm right there with you. It's close. Yeah. It's, it's close. It's terrible. It's terrible. The other biggest game to me, I want to get your opinion on this, and I'll, I'm going to talk about them first. The Jags beating the Chargers 38-10 to is amazing to me. At San Diego, they're beating the Chargers. Unbelievable. 38-10. to Not 21-20. Yeah. This is a blowout. And I know Keenan Allen's missing. Herbert's kind of banged up with the with the ribs. But for them to go in there and, and do this is the Jacksonville Jaguars are for real. They're for real. If they go in this week, I believe, to Philadelphia, that's close to the game of the week at this point. Who would have thought this? Week four, you would have said, Jacksonville at Philly is one of the top games people are looking to watch this week. You'd have laughed. If I'd It's have, the if, top game. It's one of the top games. I want to see who yeah, can win this game. If I'd have told you a stat and I'd have said, pick a player. Herbert or Lawrence? 28 of 39, 262 yards and three touchdowns. Who would you have said? Oh, 100% right. You would have said Herbert. All day long. And it was Lawrence. Lawrence has is playing really well. He's got six touchdowns to one pick right. over three games with 772 yards. He's averaging 19 points per fantasy game. Yes. Look, I, I'm going to stand corrected. Maybe Urban Meyer was the problem because Jacksonville looks like a real football team. And again, they are one overthrown pass in the end zone to Travis Etienne against the worst team in the league, the Commanders, from being an undefeated football team That's what going I'm into week four. Unbelievable. Uh, undefeated. And, and James Robinson is the steal of the draft of oh. fantasy drafts. Oh he my was gosh. sitting out there. I'm talking pass round 10. I was like, oh, James Robinson, he's coming off an injury. James Robinson's. I mean, if you had him on your team, you're probably three and zero. Yep. On your fantasy Absolutely. team, it's crazy to me what what's going on down there. Uh, I'm excited for him. Uh, I, I hope that I hope it continues. I, you know, I really do. Um, what do you think about the Colts Chiefs? Colts came back. I was 
just down on the Colts. Who wasn't yeah. after they lost to the Jags? Mm-hmm. They came back and beat the Chiefs, twenty to seventeen. After two losses, zero and two. I don't. I didn't know where it came from. I think this was a desperation game for the Colts. I yeah. think they knew they had to win this game. I think part of it too. I'm gonna put a little bit of a little bit of this on the Chiefs. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine um, who had made a trade, and he had involved uh, MVS uh, Valdez Scantling in the trade. And yeah, I unfortunately, mean, I was still alive to see it. Yeah, and I'm just like, you were going to cut him. Why would anyone have traded for him? But you know, whatever. We kind of laughed about it. Yeah, Both that's... of us did. But there is no to me outside of Kelsey. Who is the guy that you can trust to catch balls in this offense week to week? There's no you, one. You can't. I mean, you can't even trust Hilaire. You, the, the only two players in this offense you can trust is Mahomes and Kelsey. That's it. And I think that teams are going to realize now, we've, we try to take Kelsey out of games, and we make you beat us with these average to slightly above average receivers. Look, you saw it in the Buffalo game. Hill's a difference maker, right? Hill... With a guy like Tua, who's still unproven, but but playing well. Again, he only had 33 yards against Buffalo, I get it. But it was the impact of what he did. It's yes. what he opened up for everybody else. The problem that I see with what's happening now in Kansas City is they don't have that downfield threat that can stretch defenses and that can open things up underneath. You're seeing it in the, in the, in the running game, disappointing. Yep. That's the Hill effect. I mean... I think this loss to the Colts, I think if number 10 is on that field and it, the name on that jersey's Hill, I think they beat the Colts. Yeah, they I do. think this was the first time we saw the Chiefs without Hill and the negative yeah. effect. When they blew out the Cardinals week one and that was everybody, oh, they're back, they're fine. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not saying they're dead. I'm just saying that there's some concern here to me with them. Um, Packers, beat the Bucks. Bucks are beat up. Mm-hmm. I, we both picked the Packers in our picks um, just because I think that reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't think necessarily the Packers are, are back. They, they are 2-1, and one, I believe. But I, I'm not sold on them yet overall. But I think they're building in the right direction. Yeah. I'm also not concerned about the Bucks here. This is the game that I thought would go exactly like this. Yeah. Once Tampa Bay gets everybody back, they're the, they're the biggest force that we reckon with in an NFC yeah. to me. To me, too, it, it just speaks back to the greatness of Tom Brady. And it speaks back to what having an elite quarterback on your football team does. Because Brady threw for 271 yards and a touchdown with really pretty much Johnny Winston was his starting wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, Mike Evans was out. So, again, the Bucks are going to be fine. Yep. Evans will be back this week. Uh, Godwin's going to get healthy at some. This team is going to be a playoff team fighting and contending yes. for a Super Bowl in the NFC. If you're a Bucks fan, you can write this one off as just – Victim of circumstance. Yeah, yeah I agree with you, man. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too worried about that. Speaking of fantasy implications, what do you think of this, man? I was sitting there this week and I'm going, Baker Mayfield is killing another wide receiver's mm-hmm. career. DJ yeah. Moore yep. just disappeared. He he's gone. Not because of DJ Moore. Baker can't see him. Baker's not gonna hit him. Mm-mm. It's a relative. It's Baker. You know my feelings on Baker. You yeah. can watch his podcast for the last six months. I probably mentioned this guy <laughs> in the trash can more than any other player. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It just goes to show, man. It's I know I know they won this week, but it it, it wasn't because of Baker. You, I just but I mean look at McCaffrey's numbers this year. Yeah, I mean just go back to last year. We had Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad calling out Baker Mayfield saying <clears throat> he's not getting the ball to my son, and 
for a little bit there, I said, oh, that's probably not the right thing to do. I kind of defended Baker a little bit until I saw Odell in L.A. And I went, oh, wait a minute. He can still play. He's got a quarterback that throws him the ball. He can still play. So it is Baker. And I'm ready for DJ Moore's dad to start writing to the Charlotte Observer and going, hey, you know, and and again, I know the I know the Panthers won this week, but I got to be honest with you. I mean, they they got to start thinking about the future next year. I, I think I've already seen enough from Baker to know. Yeah, I don't trust him. I know it's on. only three weeks, but yeah, yeah, Baker's looking for a new home next year. I mean, and if truth to form, he'll probably go to the Commanders. That's the type of guy <laughs> they go after. They'll probably give him a huge deal. And uh, then by week three, they'll complain about Baker, even though uh, the Washington Post loved him. I mean, yep. you know, that's how it works around here. Tell you who's playing pretty good, too, is uh, the Texans. Texans are sticking with teams. They really are. Bears beat them 23-20. Um, Montgomery got hurt. I don't think he's too in too bad a shape moving forward, they say. But I, I like Houston just being competitive this year as opposed to we're going to roll this team by 30. Everyone thought that since week one. We're going to roll this team by 30. It's not the case. The Texans are in each game this year. Mm-hmm. They haven't flopped. Um, that wasn't a, a huge viewership game probably, but – the Bears are more in trouble than Houston. Yeah, I their agree. offense looks horrible. Um, another game. Uh, let's see the uh, Vikings Lions. That's uh, a high score in twenty eight twenty four. Swift, I believe, left that game early. What's your thoughts on the Vikings Lions? Um, typical Lions. Came up short. Typical Lions. Yes, they they find a way, man. Some teams find a way to win. Some teams find a way to lose. They just do. Lions have talent. Yeah, there's there's no question. They scored the third most points this year. They have talent. But this is a team who has a culture of losing. This is a team who, in in my opinion, just finds a way to lose games. I have not seen anything out of Dan Campbell yet that would make me feel that he's any different from any of the coaches that have been there, whether it be Matt Patricia, whether it be Jim Caldwell. I've just not seen anything different. I know some of our Lions fans that we're friends with, they love him. They hype him up. I'm not seeing it. I'm yeah. seeing I'm seeing I'm seeing a team that's that's scoring points and moving the ball, but I've seen that before with the Lions. You know, you and I talked about this in a podcast we did. And I made the argument about their 12th pick. Uh, J- uh James Williams. Williams. You heard his name much? No, he's still still out. Right. Haven't even heard right. of him coming back. You had the worst defense in the National Football League last year. The worst defense in the National Football League last year. You gave up the most points, and you spent your 12th pick on a guy, not saying he's not a talented guy, I'm sure he is, but on a guy who, to me, did not fix your ultimate problem, which is that, and it happened again this week, you gave up more points than you scored. Right. This is why this team doesn't win. Somebody in that front office said, hey, let's go get the guy with the messed up knee because he played really well in college. No, we need linebackers, corners, safeties, defensive tackles, defensive ends. We need to <laughs> shore the whole, up the whole team. <laughs> <laughs> we need to shore up this horrible, depleted, falling down foundation of a defense that we right. have. It's one thing if you take Williamson with the thirty first pick in the first round. He's still if you there. trade it that far yeah, down. Yeah. This is a twelfth pick, man. This was a top th- you had two of the top fifteen picks. Yes. Hutchinson looks to be a good pick. You should have gotten another Hutchinson. Yes. You should have shored up that defense. Same old lines. And, and on, the funny thing is, I, I remember for me, a Dolphins that used he's a Steeler now, Minka Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. uh, safety cornerback. 
I mean, just dominant. Well, we traded him in a, a trade or whatever, mm-hmm. but he dominates in Pittsburgh. Yep. That he was our number one pick. I remember that's the type of guy you got to get. The, Absolutely, the Lions should have got somebody like him that was going to be there and make a game changer. Absolutely, and make the last stop when they're up twenty-eight to something. Instead of allowing thirty-five, you yeah. got somebody that made a stop, man. Ab- absolutely, man. They're absolutely. nuts. It's it's and you know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things as you get into these weeks that you that you can talk about. Like I said, it's only week three, but I'll tell you, some of these teams are starting to impress me. And yeah, and and, and, and the Browns are one of them too. They're hanging in there. They might actually be the best yes. team in this division. And I never thought I would yep. say that. But I'm really starting. They should to think, be three and zero. They really should be. They should be three and zero. And Brissett has not played bad. Yep. He has not. He looked played good bad. on Thursday. He did. I, I have to be honest with you. I'm yep. a little bit of a Brissett fan right now. You know what I mean? Uh oh. Did I just hear something? I think I just heard something. That's the boat. It's that back. is the captain. Is it's it back. time for Thursday night's captain Hold showdown on. mode? Is it? Oh, there it is. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right, the captain is here, ladies and gentlemen. Captain's we are getting here. ready to kick off our Thursday Woo, night man. showdown, daily fantasy mode. If you play the captain showdown, you understand how it works. We're getting ready to give you our ride or die, try guy, or shy guy, the guys that we're going to give you our opinions on, that whether or not we'd give them a try, whether or not we think we should, you absolutely have to start them, or whether or not we're going to shy away from them. Frank, you want to start? I do, because my Dolphins are in this game. Oh, I love it. The craziest thing about this game to me is there's already a bunch of people questionable. So setting your lineup might be tough. You know, most of these injuries and questionables, you'll know the answer to before. Yeah. You got Waddle questionable. Um, you got uh, who else was questionable? There's a couple other guys that were questionable. Joe, Joe Mixon was yeah. listed as questionable. I think he's going to play, though. From what I read, it made it sound like he, yeah, he's going to Yeah, T. Higgins play. had a questionable assassination. Yeah. Uh, probably play. Um, too. We're going to start with a shy guy. Let's do with right. a shy guy. Then we can build, maybe try to build some form of a lineup here. I like it. Who are you shying away from in this game? So, this is going to come as... I'm going to shy away from Chase Edmonds. Um, I I know he had two touchdowns last week, but I don't want to pay $9,300 for a guy who, over the course of three games, has had 79 rushing yards. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I will spend that now money. That's at somewhere the captain else. spot. Yeah, yeah, and and at the captain spot, right? That's at ninety three hundred. At, at the flexi sixty two. Sixty two, and I don't even want to spend sixty two. Neither do there. I. It's just I I don't trust them. You know, this team is there's there to me. There's there's two guys on this team you can trust: Waddle and Hill. Right? And I know that's coming off of a thirty three yeah. performance last week, but but he's going to bounce back. But I, I, I just can't I can't bring myself to do it with Chase. I don't know if you're gonna see Mostert in this game or how much you're gonna see of him. I, I'm just shying away from him. It's not and not because I think he's a bad player. I just don't want to pay yeah. that money. Uh, and I have to tape record you. I have Chase Edmonds because of that. You gotta shy from him as well because of the two touchdowns last week where you get a guy that will look at the stats and say, He had two touchdowns, you gotta get him in. Yeah. I think the exact opposite. You gotta get him out because he had two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Because the Bills are playing a completely different thing. Once you, like you said, with mm-hmm. Waddle and Hill, let's cover these corners. That's not happening. And they handed it off and gave it to Chase. And that both of those runs were after a, a, a fumble. We were at the three yard line. They gave it to Chase right there in the goal line. It wasn't like Chase broke a forty yard run. Right. He, he, it was right at the goal line. Right. I think you got to shy away from Chase. Hundred percent. You ready to try somebody? Well, before we do, yeah. let me let okay. me throw a runner up in there. Runner Another up. guy that might shock people. For a shy guy. And he was right? right on the fence. Yeah, shy guy. I'm not starting Jamar Chase. Okay. Here's why I'm not starting Jamar Chase. 
Burrow, they've had some issues protecting him this year. Yeah. He has been getting hit a lot. Your defense pressured Allen. Yes. Okay, your defense pressured Allen. Your defense, I know I know he on the stat sheet it looked great, but point being is they were back there, they were pressuring him. I think your defense is playing a little bit better than what people want to give him credit for. Chase had 29 yards in this game. The only reason his fantasy day was salvaged is because of a touchdown, yeah. right? You take the touchdown away, it's, it's not bad. a good day. Right. The week prior to that, he had 54 yards. He's totaled this year 212 yards, 21 receptions. He's averaging 18 points um, per game, but I I don't trust him this We game. might have our best corner on him, Xavier Howard, That's too. what I'm saying. If I Howard's just cover don't. Him, yeah. uh, there's a chance that's a that's yeah. a good runner up. Yeah, I'm not I'm 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 looking at I'm looking at him. And the other thing, you know, like we talk about all the time, it's the price. It's what you have to pay. Yes. You know, if you're going to as a flex, he's $11,000 yeah. yeah. as a flex. You know, and and I look at that and I'm like, if I'm going to start him as a captain, that's 165. If I'm going to put him in as a flex, it's 11. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I, I have a different opinion on it. He's not my try guy or shy guy. Uh-huh. My different opinion on it is I'm really on a guy that has a bad week the week before because I don't think these things stay the same. Yeah. Same reason Chase Edmonds had two touchdowns. Devin Singletary, I had him in our home lineup, and he lit me up. Yeah. It was beautiful. I, I can't remember what he cost. It was around five, 6000 nine receptions, 78 yeah. yards receiving, and a touchdown and then he didn't do much on the ground, but I, I think you, I, I think you actually want to take Chase not as your captain, but as a flex. I have him in my regular lineup since you're talking about him. Yeah, because to me, he's not going to get shut down again. That's what I think. Gotcha. And, and I look at the Ravens game. Duvernay and, and Bateman had good games. Yeah, I, I like Chase here, but who are you going to try? Who are you going to try? Try guy this week for me. Uh, the guy I'm going to give a shot to Joe Mixon. I'm, 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 I'm. It, now, obviously, you got to watch. You got to make we sure have to put these, these together. The, these guys are going to play. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mixon. He's nine thousand flex. He's thirteen five uh, as a captain. But I just have a feeling this week, um, Mixon, Mix, Mixon's going to have a good game. I think yeah. he gets a touchdown this week. It's just a feeling I have. Again, we don't know. It's just our opinions. But I just have a good feeling about Mixon, and I'm willing to spend the nine thousand on him versus the eleven thousand on Chase. To me, Mixon's my try guy this week. And, and my try guy, too, and we didn't compare notes on this. Mm-mm. I have Mixon because of what Singletary did. Mm-hmm. If anything, same type game script, Mixon gets seven receptions, 60, 70 yards, and maybe he even runs a touchdown in. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, he's he's priced at the lower tier of all the other. Obviously, he's going to be cheaper than Hill and Chase and right. Waddle and Burrow. Um, but he he's right there, actually, with his backup, Sammy Perrying. He's not much. Yeah. He's only yeah. a couple thousand cheaper, yep. and I don't know if that's because they think, well, if Mixon gets hurt, right, the value's there. But I, I got Mixon. I, I think you could throw the backup in too. I think you could throw Sammy in there um, as a flex player. He's expensive as a flex, but it's one of those games too. If Mixon, he's questionable. He tweaks that ankle one time. Yeah, you gotta. You're gonna have some good oh, chance yeah. of winning oh, money yeah. if you got the backup yeah. in. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a tough call. No, I agree with you. Yep. I agree with you. All right. Who are you riding with, no matter what happens, flex or, or captain, he's if, in. If he plays this week, if he is healthy and he plays, I'm riding with Jalen Waddle. I think that the Bengals will come into this game. I think they'll try to key on Hill, and I see Waddle breaking one for a long touchdown. The only reason I pick Waddle over Hill 
is simply because I can get him for $900 less at the captain mode because I'm making him my captain at 15-3. Um, if you put him in as a flex, he's 10-2. But the guy's got 342 yards and three touchdowns over three weeks. Man, that's worth 15-3 to me. Yeah. If he is not able to play, I'm rolling with Hill as my captain. I just think it has to be one of those two guys. But if he's healthy, I'm taking Waddle over Hill. Okay, and I, I'm riding with Hill. He, there's no no questionable destination on him so far, uh, so there's really no threat of injury. I'm taking him over over Waddle. Um, he, he's going up against Eli Apple. He was he's been on the uh, media social media talking yeah. about how I owe you, I own you, mm-hmm. owe you. It's great to watch that I stuff. It's it. so funny. I love it. Um, but I, I got Hill. I don't have him as my captain though. He's my ride or die. Right. Just as a flex at, at the captain, he's sixteen thousand two, which just eats you alive. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you got to have him in your lineup. If you yeah. want to put him in as the captain, go for it, and you got to build around it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I got Hill in hundred percent, man. Yeah. What other players in your lineup are you building? Are you trying to build um, with? I want to get T Higgins in there. Yep. Uh, Higgins is eighty two hundred. Um, and I think kind of what I was saying about Chase. Now again, this is obviously based on the fact that he plays. Yes. But if he plays. He had five of seven targets for 93 yards, right? He is a part of this offense. He is somebody that's targeted. To me, the Dolphins are going to come into this game. They're going to say, we got to take Chase out of this game, right? We're not going to allow Jamar Chase to beat us. If Burrow's going to beat us throwing the ball, he's going to do it to somebody else. To me, that somebody else is is Higgins. I want to find a way to get him into my lineup. I think Higgins has good value, and I, I, would, definitely, I would definitely spend the 8400 to get him in the lineup. Okay. I tell you, a, a guy for me that's more of a value sleeper, backup tight end for Miami Smythe. Um, they've had a couple. They've had somebody, Craft, uh, Cole Craft, or whatever. He was yeah. caught two touchdowns for Miami. He was a receiver. They just moved him to the practice squad. Yeah. Um, so that threat is gone. I think Smythe, not Gasecki, you can put in your lineup in one of these. Yeah. He's he's very cheap. I think he's under three thousand. That's somebody you can then build the top tier players and get you some good monsters up top yeah. with Hill. Maybe if you want to throw Chase, get a quarterback in and get in four really good players at top. You can throw in that tight end spot. Um, he's been known to catch some balls yeah. when Gasecki doesn't. Uh, I think he had three receptions. And, and there's nothing to say Gasecki won't. I mean, I don't. Nothing to put say Gasecki as a top elite tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and as far as it goes with me, the only time I ever get excited about craft is if it's on a box of macaroni and cheese. So I hear that. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I hear that. I'm just not that's an interesting pick though, because I had looked at um I had looked at him. I had looked at I had looked at Gasecki. I'm yeah. not Gasecki, Smythe. Smythe. And I was like, yeah, maybe that's a he's maybe that's usually in the play. game and gets three to five targets. Yeah. 30, 40 yards. So it's not like he's on the bench and comes in for one play mm-hmm. at the goal line. He usually is in the offense and he is getting looks every game yeah. and if he gets that look in the end zone as well it's great value at oh, that, at that yeah, price. absolutely no um, no question are you staying away from the defenses in this one too um i probably will um the only defense i would even consider would be miami me too because right. they might get five yeah. sacks and and yeah. i kind of want to here here's where it worries me a little bit too because i'd even thought about a guy like ever mcpherson or sanders the kickers right because yes. kickers can make a difference the problem is is i see I think when I looked it up, I think the um, Vegas odds have it at, or Caesars odds have it at 47 points. So they're expecting this to be, yeah. uh, you know, they, they think each one of these teams are going to be in the 20s. I actually think it'd be a, a little more. Um, I know typically Thursday night games on average don't score high, but I, I think this particular one it could. 
I just don't know if kickers are going to be a huge factor in this game. And if and if Miami comes out and can jump up to an early lead, maybe get a fumble or a pick, I, I just think kickers can get written out. I, I, I'd rather go a different direction. Many times, last night's game, Dallas and the Giants, yeah. I would have said, Kickers are valuable here. Yeah, you know, a guy like Graham Gano could be he could be the difference maker. Not in this one. I don't want to touch the defenses. I don't want to touch kickers. Yeah, I would consider the Dolphins just because they may put some pressure on. They 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 forced uh, Josh Allen three fumbles. Yeah, he lost one at the goal line. That's where one of our touchdowns came from early to tie it at seven. I think you could throw the Dolphins in one of these uh, just because they they are going to get maybe four or five sacks, maybe yeah. an interception. Burrow's not. So, Herbly on his game right now. Um, and like I said, Tua's, Tua's questionable as well. Yeah, That's going to change the whole aspect of these lineups. If Tua's out and you got the backup in uh, Bridgewater. If Bridgewater's yep. in there, you got to look at your whole lineup and reevaluate yep. what Miami's offense is going to do. Is Tyreek Hill still your ride or die? All that stuff changes. Right, absolutely. And, I, you know, and again, listen, we're throwing it out there. You know, we're throwing our opinions out there. These are guys we want to take a chance on. Guys, we want to know from you at home. Yep. Hit up the comment section in the video. We would love to hear your comments. We'd love to read them. I would love to know if you guys agree with us, if you guys are, are going to do similar or take our advice um, that you know that we're throwing out there, You know, use our opinions, or if you got different ideas. I'd love to hear what some of those different ideas are. We would love to hear you guys as ride or die, yeah. try guy or shy guy. Um, I got one more crazy story to tell what's you. What's that? So last week, the Browns-Steelers, I don't know if you, if you watched the end of that game, four people – in the captain showdown mode, we'll run in $250,000. Wow. Until the Steelers did a, what I call fumble rooski, start pitching <laughs> it behind each other for lateral, lateral, fumble it. I think they even got, um, Claypool had minus yards, which hurt his fantasy day. Harris got minus two for a fumble on that play. Wow. And then the Browns recover it for a touchdown. Those guys went in a quarter million, went down to 700 bucks. If you want to talk about Whoa. losing sleep for more wow. than a couple nights. Oh, my gosh. I'd still be losing sleep. Captain Showdown mode. That's what it will do to you, buddy. Oh, that's, it's crazy. That's why we play the game, it's my crazy. friend. <laughs> that's why we play the game. Well, guys, speaking of playing the game, enjoy the Thursday night game. And make sure that you guys check out our Friday show where we drop the same daily fantasy yep. lineups, ride or die, try guy, shy guy, for the big slate of yep. games on Sunday and Monday night. But until we see you again from your boy, Big D. Frank the Tank. We are out. out.